Welcome to the Breaking Wax Podcast. All right, welcome back. This is Season 3, Episode 6. Um, today I have my good friend Bobby, a.k.a. 2 Chens, on Instagram. Um, today we're going to talk about some ticket stuff, national his upcoming app, Slab Exchange, with a few other folks that we're friends with. Um, and we'll just see where the conversation takes us, I guess. What's up, Bobby? What's going on? Hey, what's up, Don? Thanks for having me, man. Yeah, of course. Anytime. I'm glad we finally got it to um, work. I guess you had a cough before. I have a cough now. So All right. We'll, we'll kind of see how this works out. We'll, we'll, see, we'll see how it plays out. Yeah. But yeah, but thanks for having me. And uh, sorry, <clears throat> man, you didn't uh, get a chance to make it out to national, dude. Yeah, you know... I was out for two months because of surgery, and then uh, I had this training set up, and I didn't even think about the training, and it was just the same week. Right. <clears throat> but then when Brandon said that you guys weren't staying the weekend, and I could only come up like Friday to Sunday, I was like, well, if you guys, specifically if you guys weren't going to be there, then I wasn't going to go. You know what I mean? Like, I like Vadim and all those guys, but like, I want to hang out with the boys. You know what I mean? <laughs> so. Yeah. Well, how's, uh, well, how's therapy coming along? It's good. My my leg's good. I'm back at the gym. Uh, just the COVID. I got COVID like I guess two weeks ago now. It's just kicking my butt. Like I, I was sick for like a day. <clears throat> so my parents are going to Korea. They actually left today. So they're going for three months. And uh, wow. I, ha- I happened to go mm-hmm. by my mom's house because I was home. And <clears throat> she's like, what's wrong with you? Because I had this little cough. I was like, ah, I'm just coughing. Not a big deal. And she's like, take a COVID test. <laughs> I'm like, okay. I take it. It's negative. Next morning I wake up, I, I feel hungover, but I didn't drink the night before. I just felt like kind of fatigued a little. Right. And then I had, I had a headache. I go over to help my dad <laughs> and uh, my mom right away is like, take another COVID test right now. I was like, I just took one. I'm good. I was just tired. I feel fine. You know what I mean? I took it and like, you know, like it says, wait 15 minutes. Right. That, that fucker turned positive Instantly. immediately. Instantly, instantly, yeah. it was both lines, and my mom was like, "You gotta go. We're leaving next week. You gotta go. You're not messing with the house. Trip. Yeah, get out of the house." So, but lo- luckily, they like Korea still has all the protocols, so they had to take a COVID test two days ago to get on their flight today, and they're good. So, uh, that's good to hear, at least. Yeah, must be nice. They sent they sent a a photo earlier of them sitting in their first class seats, laying down or whatever. So it's like. Good for you guys. I'm, I'm wow. happy for you. Yeah. First class. You know, you know the price of first class these days. I do. My dad yeah. let me know because he was like, "You screw this up for me." <laughs> yeah. I was like, "You got insurance though." He's like, "I did, but still, I don't want to go through the hassle." And I'm like, yeah, "Yeah, I get it." So, yeah, they're gonna go see my aunt, um, and then they're just gonna travel around the country. So, Korea has an island. It's almost like a Hawaiian island, a tropical island called Jeju-do. Yep. So I, th- I think they're going there for like three weeks, maybe or something like that. And it's like stupid expensive that's the only thing my aunt has promised me she said if i come and bring my family she'll pay for me to go to chejudo for two weeks which is like 10 grand or something stupid and she's like i will take care of it if you bring your family and i'm like okay well what's stopping you the 10 grand just getting there (laughs) (laughs) not even the the rest you know and i could stay with family but it's still like one day probably maybe next year before i start my new job we'll do that you know what i mean awesome yeah Get some chicken feet out. Yeah. Dude, what's up with these guys being like uh, politics aside, but like let's not be uncultured swine, okay? Like you can yeah, try you can try different things. It's okay. Uh, oh, this, definitely. Listen, at nationals, 
I was so sick and tired of eating hamburgers and pizza and French fries and chicken fingers. Like I get that anywhere. Mm-hmm. I was so sick and tired of it. So I knew a, a Vietnamese joint on the strip. I mean, the strip is not the greatest place to be, but right. it was a legit Vietnamese restaurant. And these guys, you had, you had Brandon, you had Rob, Adam, even Chris, uh, Lememe, James. Mm-hmm. Yep. He was like, yeah, don't touch that stuff. It's, it's dangerous. I'm like, are you, are you joking me? It's, it's noodle. What's the difference with that and chicken noodle soup? Right. He goes, well, it's exotic. I'm like, what? No. <clears throat> I love Brandon, but I, sometimes I feel like all he eats is chicken tenders, steaks. Oh, that's all he eats. That's all he eats. But, but, it, but it's like uh, upscale now, right? So he's got the truffle mac and cheese and the, the nice steaks. <laughs> I was so sick and tired of all that food at Nationals. Yeah, I bet. It was probably the yeah. same stuff like at Collector Con. I think someone grabbed burgers one day and I was like, this is disgusting. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, it's it's not for me. Not for me. No, me me either. We actually probably had the worst Chinese. I Living in New York twice in my career, I can't eat Chinese food anywhere else. <laughs> it, it bothers me so much. Like, <clears throat> we went to a dim sum place. It's like the highest rated one here. All right. Bob, Bobby, they wanted $16 for six soup dumplings. $16 for six and they weren't even that great. And I was like, I'm like, we can't, we can't come here. I don't care what the Yelp ratings are. And it's not even that good. No, no way, man. No way. No. Don't, don't pay for any of that stuff. No. So when's your next visit to New York? Uh, I was just talking to the wife about that earlier. Um, I think next weekend we might try to do like a little like um, ocean city, Maryland trip. Cause oh, the, nice. the yeah. Jags, the Jags are playing the commanders next Sunday. Okay. So that's probably the only game I'll go to because um, it's usually downhill from there. Uh, and then, you know, sometime in the fall, I just I definitely want to go to New York in the fall before that winter chill hits. You know what I mean? There's that sweet yeah. spot where the weather's just perfect for like yeah. a month October, and a half. October, November. Right. Yeah. 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 So because I mean, I remember a couple of times, even Thanksgiving, it was cold as balls. Like, yeah, it does get cold. I remember one Thanksgiving, maybe three years ago, I couldn't even get the turkey fryer hot enough to fry a turkey for Thanksgiving. Yeah, it gets that, it gets pretty cold in New York. Yeah. So when when are you guys making that move? Move for what? From New York. Are you just looking for a summer place, or are you guys looking to relocate? Uh, we were looking to relocate out to Long Island. Right. But get a summer place down south. Okay. So we were looking to get a place somewhere in Florida with a nice pool or an LNI and all that stuff. But with the housing market, it's just, it's bonkers. I mean, you have these brokers who are asking for, you know, uh, 25, 30% <clears throat> of asking price. Right. You know, uh, we saw a house that we really like, and we're like, listen, um, we, we'll put down 25% and we can sign the papers and let's get this moving. We get a call back next day. We had a higher offer. If you could match it or go higher, it's all yours. Right. And I, I don't play those games. No. Not not one bit because it's all it, it's all lies. So that's you know Lucia did uh, real estate in Jacks, and uh, so she has access to all the listings still. Um, she sees everything as they're getting loaded, and there was a straight up fixer upper, like to the point where. 
you could maybe fix it up, but you'd be better off bulldozing the place right. and starting and starting over. And it was, she showed it to me two blocks from the beach. She's like, Hey, are you, you want to fly down and go look at it? I'm like, what are the stipulations? Cause that's where it's at right now. Right. It's like, what are the stipulations for the listing? And it was four fifty, cash only, no loans, no home inspection. Um, it listed on sun listed on Sunday night and it, was closing Wednesday. So that was the window for the sale. <clears throat> Someone bought it for 550 cash. 550 cash. Yeah. And I was like, we see we can't compete with that. Not only that, like we're gonna be in a million dollars if we buy this place. Yeah, I mean you need a home inspection. You don't know what's underneath. Right, right. And that's where I was just like, there's no like who are these people buying these homes? It's insane. You <laughs> yeah. the, the Asians, man, the Asians. They, um someone actually knocked on my mom's door a couple of times and we live in a really good neighborhood in Brooklyn. So they offered cash, all cash for the house. And my mom was like, is this a scam? Like what's going on? He goes, no, like we really want to buy your house. Right. And my mom's house is valued at 1.65. Right. About. They offer one, 1.442, I think all cash. Why don't you even look at the inside? Yep. And we're like, yeah, you know, our lawyer was like, don't take any of that money. Don't touch it. You know, go through the mortgage, go through the bank, do all that. Don't. Right, right. Don't yeah, you don't want to get you don't want to get caught with that for sure. No, no. But, but that's yeah, my dream, I, though. My dream is to, uh, I told Lucia, if we could have like a one bedroom loft in Brooklyn with a garage, right? So we're going to be paying big money, but. That way I can just keep the the smart car or the, the Mini Cooper, you know? Dude, you don't want to live in New York, man. New York is... I oh, want to get out of I, I do, though, but only... But, like, this is where I'm at in my life. Like, I only want to be there the summer and fall. That's All it. right, I get that, yeah. So if I ever can reach that status, that's, like... I would love it. Hey, if I get but, a house on Long Island, I'll get you a little shack in the back. So There you go. There you go. <laughs> But I, it's weird. Uh, I don't know. We're gonna talk about this. So I told Lucia today that my ideal home, like if we're gonna build our dream home next, I want it to be like between two and three three thousand square feet. Okay. I only want it to be uh, three bedrooms, um, but I want it to be a completely wide open floor plan. So I want the master bedroom bathroom to be enormous, right? Because it's just Lucia and I. Um, one room will be a gym. So it'll be like an indoor gym. The other room will be like a movie room. And then I just want a giant kitchen with like a, an island big enough that I can grill and cook in the island and people can kind of sit around it. And then like a little hibachi. Right, 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 right. Exactly. And then we would build like a mother-in-law suite with the garage for the cars. And that way if people come to visit, they can just be there. And I was like, that shouldn't cost, that shouldn't cost us too much, you know, but we'll see. Yeah, we'll in see. New York, in New York, good luck. No, not in New York, in Florida, in Florida. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We want to go back to Florida permanently. Yeah, well, that's ideally where I want to be. But you know, wife got a got a good job here. She's she's the cash cow, not me. So it's uh, I can't move out without her. Right. So she, she wants to stay in New York. Yeah. Well, and she's, she's got all the benefits. Yeah, you're committed until you know. Well, I mean, you got young kids too. Like we're. We're pretty close in age, but we're just, it's different situations. You know what I mean? My youngest is 17. Your youngest is, is how old? Three. Exactly. So <laughs> you're, you're going to be committed there for a little bit longer. But, uh, so tickets, have you, have you sold 
the massive ticket you got back? And is that a, a one-on-one? Like, is that... Which one? one? The, uh, the... Oh, actually, I forgot. You got a bunch of massive tickets that came back recently. You got all the Super Bowl ones, right? I got the Super Bowl ones from Tom Brady. I got your ticket back. Nice. Want to see it? I do. All right. I do want to see it. All right. So, there it is. Nice. Right, upside down, no grade. But, of, of all tickets... All right, I've submitted about 27 tickets. Your ticket's only one to PSA 10. Nice. Damn, I guessed it too. PSA 10. <laughs> oh, that's epic. Out of 27 tickets, this is the only one that came back a 10. What does it say on the title? Kobe LeBron final meeting. Yes, that's awesome. Yeah, this is a very, very clean ticket. I think the pop on this is like 10 or 11. Right. It's not that many. It's got to, I wonder how many PSA 10s there are. 10 or 11. So I I think before we talked about it, with the tickets, um, does the grade matter as much? I think it depends on the ticket, right? It's almost like situational. It's almost like a comic, depending on the age. Right. Of of the ticket itself. I, I, you want a grade on a ticket versus authentic, like authenticated, right? All right. Um, I think it adds more value. I mean, any, but I mean, a, I have a couple of Kobe Bryant tickets that I want to re-slab that it's just authentic, right? And I think these are PSA ten quality, right? Is that I the think. final game one? Yeah, the final game one. Yeah, I need to get one of those still. Yeah, I, I mean, listen, we can make a nice swap. I got three of them still, so. Okay. I'll try to figure it out this time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I got I got a bunch of Brady tickets in. Um, one of the tickets I got back I'm really happy with is the John Madden ticket. Yeah, so is that a pop one? That's gotta be that's, a pop one. That's a pop one. <clears throat> that's crazy. I'm I'm surprised uh I'm surprised you still got it. Have you had any decent offers on it or are you not really advertising it? Uh I'm not really advertising on it. I did have offers on it um but i really wanted to give it more of a bigger limelight on it so it's going to heritage we're trying to see where it is i don't know where i put it jeez i better yeah so it's going to heritage um i gotta drop it off they want me to mail it in but i don't feel comfortable mailing in a uh, big no way where are they out of um there there's one in texas and then there's one in new york city yeah, no way. I would not. So this one here, it's, it's a pop one. Um, all the tickets I got back, most of them are pop one. This one, I really love the Madden one. The Kobe Black Mask. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, this is the other one that I, Connor McDavid, home debut, pop one. That's Yeah, that's a massive ticket. That's a massive ticket, yeah. What are you I doing, just, Bobby? You got a, your Florida home sitting right there in front of you. <laughs> I know, I know, and the wife is always uh, busting my balls about it every single day. Like, what are you doing with all the stuff? Like, it's just they're hideous. Just tell them. Right. Um, this one, I really could probably be like Michael Jordan's first pitch. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, this is uh, '93. So a lot of these tickets, they're not high grade. <clears throat> this is a PSA two. Right. Just because folks, they take the ticket, they bend it, they put it in their pocket. But I think I think that's 
uh, like for me, right? Everybody's different. Um, I don't, I don't know. Like, I'm not in tune with like the ticket collecting community, I guess, or the, right. you're like the highest, if we were ranking people, you're like the highest ranking person I know in the ticket game. And, uh, <laughs> but like for me, like I have the Jordan shrug game ticket, right? And I think mine's a two or it might be authentic, but it's like crinkled up. Like someone had it at the games, right. folded it up, put it in their pocket. And I love it though. Cause I'm like, look at this used ticket that I know is at the game. Right. So that's what I love about it. But then on the flip side, super stoked about the PSA 10 Kobe Dude, LeBron. That is a that is a massive ticket. That is a big, big ticket. Our boy tried to tell me what it was. He was like, I he was like, he was like, I know what it is. Do you want to know? I was like, no, no. I was like, don't ruin, don't ruin it for me. Don't ruin it for me. Yeah, he was uh he was he was uh, asking about all the tickets that I got back and I was I, I couldn't believe it because a lot of these tickets, believe it or not. I just like cards. You clean them. You clean them. Right. But I also give a quick press, just to kind of get some of the wrinkles out and whatever. Right. I mean, I've I've done it to all of them. So apparently, PSA is okay with it. Yeah. Um, CGC acceptance. You know, um, cleaning up and getting rid of the wrinkles on the comics. So. Right. Right. And I did. Yours were. I think yours. I was like, ah, it's gonna be an eight or a nine. And when it came back at ten, I'm like, this. Mother effort. <laughs> it's just, you already said it. it's the Asians, man. I got the eye for it. Dude, and that was a that was an eBay buy too. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure how much they're going for, but I, I I'm pretty sure once LeBron retires, it's gonna go up in value. Yeah, I think like for me the tickets are uh, along with like certain comic books. I think those are like keeps for me, unless it was something massive and i had to think real hard about like what's the best thing to do with this thing you know what right. i mean um right like that one i'll probably keep i think i'm stuck with the zion debut one at this point uh i think just hold on to his Zion debut for a while yeah yeah i the still only, have one as well i'm trying to think the only other ticket i have i think i have a cal ripkin 3000 hit ticket only because uh at that time we lived in baltimore and everything was like Cal Ripken. So, um, but that one I got cheap for like 70 bucks. Yeah. So, so that's the thing though. I mean, I, I and with tickets, it's so much more relatable than yeah. buying cards. And it's more rare, um, lower pop. Um, there's history behind every single ticket. And there's a story behind a ticket, you know, a personal story. 100%. I think, uh, oh, you know, it'd be a really cool ticket to get is a, uh, when King Griffey Jr. hit that home run at Candom Yards and he hit it off the warehouse. Do you know what I'm talking yeah. about? Yeah. I'm, I'm actually look for that one tonight, but cards are pissing me off. Like, what's going on? I oh, just, I just saw today, like, uh, Brooklyn card collector Tom posted on his story. Um, it was a select, I think, to five RPA of Zach Wilson, right? Okay. And it had the Jets logo, but it's the Jets logo from 2018. I read about that. Yeah. Right. And they switched logos in 2020. So I'm like, you have this card number to five that theoretically should be a five-figure card, you would think, right, if it grades right. well. But to me, I'm looking at it like it's worthless. Like, it, that's not even, like, player-worn. That's just, like, player-made up. No, it's a cutout. Yeah, from it's just a cutout. three years ago. It's crazy. I think we had this conversation a while back in our chat group where I questioned these game-worn yep. cards and, you know, like, how how authentic are these, these, uh, these patches? Right. Like I could take um, a new era cap and just cut out the logo and put it on the on a card and say, you know, look, it's 
logo uh, man. Yeah. Simple yeah. as that. <clears throat> no, you're a hundred percent right. And I think um this is where Tops actually does a really good job with with what they do. So a lot of times with Tops, if there's a relic um on the high I think it's mostly the higher end stuff. I know the Tops now stuff for sure. So like last night Otani hit his 30th home run. Yeah. So I think so he's that. like the I think he's the first player with 30 home runs and 10 wins. Yep. You know, and uh so if they would have offered an auto relic of like the ball, what they do is they get the uh, sticker, the MLB authentication sticker that tells you exactly where that relic came from and what game it was used in. Wow. So okay. Tops does Tops does a good job with that. <clears throat> and it's guaranteed through MLB. You know what I mean? Panini's just out here doing whatever the hell. It's just all willy nilly doing whatever the hell they want to, to make those dollars. Exactly. So, um, <clears throat> I spoke with a couple of guys and, you know, I, before cards, I was really big into collecting jerseys. So, um, there's replica jersey, jersey, game one, game issue. So, and if, but if you look at the logos on these jerseys, they're exactly the same thing. Like the ones you can buy from Odell's or Dick Sports is some of the the branding on it or the, or the logo, it's the same exact thing on a game one jersey. Right. So Panini could just take, uh, $50, $55 jersey, cut it out, and just put the logo on it. Right. No, but that's – and people don't know those differences. So that's where, like, um, for me, I think a lot of my knowledge comes from Nike Talk, right? Like, because uh, for a while there, like, I was obsessed with uh, NBA authentic shorts. Yeah. Just to, like, go hoop in or go to the gym in. Like, I, I had this right. thing where, like, I just – I wanted $350 NBA shorts for whatever reason. But uh, I was there. I was there before, yeah. But Eric from Insta Trading Cards the other day, I guess he got, like, a leaf jersey break where they're all signed. And uh, instead right. of doing a break, he just opened them all and then sold them. But he was listing some of the ones as authentic, but they're swingman jerseys. And I was like, hey, Eric, uh, you're pricing these wrong. Right, you're actually like uh, underpricing because it's a swing. It's not an authentic or overpricing because it's not an authentic. It's a swingman, yeah. which is That's a replica. Swingman. And he yeah. was like, "I didn't know that." And I was like, "Yeah, a lot of people don't." So you have to actually read the tag and see what it says. Right. But that's, I mean, I don't know, and maybe I'm a snob in that aspect, but like, I don't want a replica signed jersey. Like, I want no. a, le- a legit one. Yeah, you want a game worn. You know, if you're gonna pay. Yeah. And, and it's crazy because you know you're you're an OG just like that you know knowing a swing man and a uh, game worn or authentic jersey so it's it's uh it's it's tough that's why I I always question a lot of these patches I'm not a f- nah they're all uh they're all faux garbage I mean that was even uh, I messaged Bobby Witt the other day because we traded and part of the trade was he said he's going to get me a game used jersey I'm like yo. I know it's the middle of the season, but like, I, are we still, I'm still getting the jersey, right? And he's like, "Yeah, I got you, I got you. Don't worry." So I'm like, "All right." So, dude, that's yeah, that's that's pretty cool that you have a uh, you know like a, a connection with Bobby Witt like that, you know. So it's, it's pretty neat. It, it's not, it's not like a, we're not friends or anything, but like you know, he hit me up about a card I had, which I uh, thought was super weird, and then it was ended up being legit. We traded, and he sent me some stuff, so it was cool. Yeah, no, it's pretty cool. He said he's going to come on the podcast, too, so we'll see. We, but we also sent him some flow motion stuff, and he actually wore it, so that was cool, too. Oh, that's neat. Um, I'm still waiting on the, the uh, Josh Lubrick podcast by you. So that's I'm trying to get that scheduled. Um, I don't have as much clout as these other podcasters, but I am, I am in contact with his uh, assistant, I think she is, um, 
So we were supposed to do it and then they had a release and then something came up where there's a conflict and I guess it comes down to like, he doesn't want to just come on and talk like we're talking. I guess he wants to at least have something to talk about, um, like prepared. Like whether, push, yeah, push like out, whether, yeah, like if they have a zero cool drop or whatever it may be. So fanatics talk or about the uh, stranger things and all that stuff. Right. Right. So, but the, the last email I got from her was like, give me your days that you're available. I'm like, whatever day he's available, I'll make it work. Just let me know, <laughs> you know, like it's fine. But <clears throat> also I saw, uh, what is it? Tag, tag grading. Have you seen them? No. So it's like a new grading company. I, I noticed they, Josh Luber follows them. So I don't know if he's involved with them also, but they're, they're going to come on the podcast too. Um, they grade the cards. I have to read into it a little more, but they give you a full report of why the card got that grade so you can like open up this pdf and it shows like everything like it's off center by this much there's a flaw here or there's something here and that's why it's getting this grade so maybe it's it's taking some of the subjectivity out of it i guess oh that's pretty cool so they're very transparent about how they grade their products right okay but my only concern is without even really looking to it or talking that much is like how can you ever get a 10 then if you're scrutinizing it that much that much right Right. So, yeah. so, but if they take off, then I guess if you do get a 10, it'll be worth tenfold. It seems like there's a lot of greeting companies out there now, right? There's a ton of them. And they, I, I think uh, SGC, as much as I dislike their slabs, I think they did a great job of finding that hole that PSA and BGS kind of made with all their stupid nonsense of like stopping, raising prices. So they kind of swung in and got that third place. When really, I think people think of them as higher than BGS now, which I don't personally, but I guess for the price and the service, that's why people are going with them. Um, I think HGA had a bunch of drama and like that guy sold the company. I hadn't heard from them since uh, Collector's Con. Right, right. Um, And then I don't, yeah, and there's a bunch of other small ones too. Um, Would you ever grade with SGC? Would I? Um, No. Only because, only like only because uh, PSA is they've increased their turnaround times. Right, uh, it's only taken like a month now for me to get these thirty dollars subs back, um, which were fifty before. Yeah, really. Wow. Okay. <clears throat> and then even the twenty dollars sub they had during national, my mine hit Q one today. Whoa, that's right. only been a month. Yep. Yep. So for 20 to 30 bucks, I'll still go with PSA because at the end of the day, as much as I love the hobby, it's still like, I want to get my money's worth. You know what I mean? So it just doesn't make sense to pay 25 when I could pay 30 and potentially get a PSA 10. Although PSA has been throwing out some crazy grades. I've noticed, I've noticed, I've noticed a lot of people getting their subs back and uh, a lot of eights and a lot of sevens. I'm like, geez. Yeah. I think anytime someone like Lane, uh, LJ, is it LJK cards, you know, with Layton, Lane's over at Layton, but Lane's like an OG, did cards as a kid, never stopped doing cards. If he gets eights back and he's like, what the fuck, then there's a problem. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like out of everybody that complains about grades, if Lane's like, there's no way this is an eight, then there's something going on. Yeah. Yeah. So what do you, uh, so what do you buy now? Are you, are you looking to buy anything? Are you? In the market, no, I I got the Jordan that you were going after, so I'm kind of done right now. (coughs) Excuse me, I probably have uh, maybe at least 100 cards at PSA. I got like another stack of 20 or 30 down there. 
that I need to uh, wipe and crack and get ready to send in. But I'm trying to like consolidate and get pieces that I want to keep forever. You know what I mean? Like right. uh, I had that Brady rookie paper. I ended up selling it. I wasn't going to ever sell it, but then like, I was just like, you know, I like Brady. I, I do think he's a goat, but I don't put him on the same pedestal personally that I do with the Jordan. So that's why I was like, if I can make a move and get this Jordan. I'm going to make the move and get the Jordan. So, but that's okay, actually, that's, that's actually at PSA right now. That's a pretty solid move. I, I, as much as I want to get a Tom Brady rookie card, the pop report scares me. Yeah. It scares me. Um, you know, uh, I, I, I saw so much of it at nationals. Every single table had a, had a Brady rookie card. Right. So I, I try to steer clear of high pops. Yeah, I agree. Um, and that was even I had the LeBron rookies that I wanted to keep, and I moved those two now. You know, and then talking to Brandon, I, I kept the auto. Um, I kept the Jordan rookie. The Jordan rookie, though, crazy story. Like, I got it from Bill, um, Gem Mint Cards 23. And, uh, you know, I was just like, I wanted to check the pop report, like you said. So I checked the serial number, and it flashed red. Um, this serial number has been used to make fakes contact us immediately whether it's phone call or email and i'm like okay i hit bill up i'm like yo the, like is this a problem like where'd you get this from i trust you 100 percent, and i know like if there's a problem you're gonna make it right but like what what's going on so right. <clears throat> his lcs actually submitted that card with another jordan and he was like look i was there when they submitted it i was there when they came back let me call the owner so he's as tight with the owner he called the owner the owner gave me copies of I don't know why this guy kept it, but he kept, gave me copies of like the paperwork for submitting the card. So I had the order number, the submission date, everything. It's at PSA now. Um, they said they're going to review it and let me know. And then after they review it, if I want to get it re-slabbed, I guess they'll re-slab it, which would be great. If they re-slab it and keep it a seven, it'll be in the new slab. So, Oh, well, that's the 86 square. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. Yeah. But, but, you know, at first I was like, oh, my God, what is this? Like, was that a fake? And then yeah. Bill, was, Bill was like, no, it's not fake. Like, I'll, I'll get <laughs> I'll get you all the info. Don't worry about it. So, but now it's been sitting at PSA for two weeks and hasn't moved. So. All right. Well, at least, uh, you know, they'll review it and hopefully it'll come back with a new slab, put a new, uh, new label on it. Yeah. Hopefully it'll stay a seven. Hope. That's what yeah. you hope. Right. So, but yeah, what about you? Are you, so are you just only doing tickets right now or are you doing uh, comics still? I'm still doing comics. I'm still buying, uh, I'm still looking for, I'm very selective with a lot of my comics now. I'm looking for Golden Age Batman. Um, I think uh, I'm not a huge fan of modern comics or even Silver Age. I just love the artwork of Golden right. Age comics. Right. Detective comics, uh, even Superman stuff. I just love it. Um, but I've been very selective buying, uh, I, I haven't bought raw comics in a while just because there's so much BS going on and, right. um, but comics <clears throat> I've been buying, tickets I've been still buying, I'm still searching for a lot of tickets that I've gone across forum, um, all these tactics and, you know, if they come across a ticket that I want, I, I, I would love to purchase it at whatever asking price they want it for, um. But I've, I, the next thing I've been working on, and you'll enjoy this, is movie tickets. Oh, nice. So 
Um, <clears throat> I know American Tickets doesn't have any artwork on it, and these are all like Japanese tickets. Oh, wow. Yeah. So this is Star Wars Return of the Jedi. All right. Um, Empire Strikes Back. Oh, that one's sick. Yeah. And it is also that, has. Is that like, Japanese, you said? It's Japanese. Yep. So only Japanese and like some European tickets have artworks on it, just like a VHS or a DVD. A Robocop. And I'm a huge fan of Karate Kid. And I think the next ticket you'll you'll definitely like, especially at Pops. It's a top gun ticket. Oh nice. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So what now, are those what are those running you raw, Bobby? between ten to about fifty bucks. Ten to fifty bucks or so. Really? Yeah, it's it's not that bad. I mean grading costs for tickets have gone up. Um, right. I think it's fifty bucks now for economy. I owe you too, I think. So don't let me forget. Yeah, yeah, it's it's not that much. I mean, when we when when I submitted your ticket and my, my other tickets, it was cheap. It was like like thirty dollars, I think. Okay. So it wasn't bad, um, but now it's fifty for economy, and the return is like two and a half, three months. It's I mean, that's good. that's not bad compared to what we we waited what a year and a half for those to come back. Uh, seven Almost months. two. Oh, seven was it months. only seven months? It was only seven months, yeah. Damn, I feel like it was way longer. I know, I know. I felt the same. <clears throat> I felt the same. I was watching, I was refreshing on the PSA website for like each level to like move up. Right. So, um, that, and, then, and then this other ticket I, I got recently, it's, I think this is going to be a big ticket. It's a screener ticket. Hmm. Empire Strikes Back? Yeah. This is only, this is for a screener. Screening. Wow. So um, these are all pressed and clean. I'm going to submit it by next week after Labor Day, and hopefully I'll get them back around the holidays. Yeah. I hope. Oh, man, those. So that you're so far ahead of everybody else, I feel like, with those. You might want to hold on to them until, like, people start getting the, the zest for it. You know what I mean? That, yeah. like, like, we all graded the VHS so early. So early. I felt like... Like looking back on it, I should have just held them till like now. Uh, I think you, you made think some so? pretty good moves. No. Yeah, <clears throat> um, I did all right. I, I mean, I did pretty well. I think we all did pretty well. We got in super early. Yeah, but <clears throat> so the previous tickets, so like the Pat Summerall John Madden debut. What? How did that come about? Like, where did you? Were you looking for that specifically? Like, tell me yeah. how that came about. Um, I think uh, so. I forgot what it was. I think I saw an old commercial for for a John Madden game. I'm like, you know what? It'll be cool to have his like his first debut ticket. So I went on eBay and I searched day after day, and then all of a sudden, um, I guess I typed it wrong. Um, it wasn't. I, I typed like John Madden debut, or I typed in like so and so ticket. It was written a way where it was hard to find. Right. So. I think I typed like a Tampa Bay Bucks game, and I it was like a thousand. So I went through every single one of them, and it landed on that ticket. I found it and I purchased it, and I'm like, "Holy crap! I can't believe I just bought this ticket for uh, pretty cheap." <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You don't have to say, but I know <clears throat> with the tickets, like you told me before, like. You got to be careful. Like you got to do your homework too. Like you got to make sure the dates match up and the dates match up. Mm. The exact games. Um, I think the toughest part for tickets are playoff games. Yeah. 
all right, because playoff games, they don't they don't have a date on them. They'll just say playoff series A, B, C, right. or D. And with the NBA's in the 90s, if you have the Bulls, it'll be a home game, like home game seven, home game eight, but it's throughout the entire playoff series. Right. Um, so it's got to match up the date. So I have two tickets that I need to send. Uh, one's a Julio Rodriguez debut ticket. Okay. And, and the other one's Bobby Witt debut ticket. I'm waiting for to see if Bobby will sign that one for get, me before I send it. Yeah. yeah. Get a sign. So, um, but yeah, those are the two. I've been, I, I've been waiting out so long for this Brady debut ticket. I, I, I wanted Brady to sign it. I was like, there's got to be some sort of event in New York where he'll just come and sign, sign stuff. Right. And, you know, I'm like, you know, our, our chat group are saying, like, it's impossible. He's never signing anything anymore, and it's not going right. to happen. So I'm like, you know what? I'll just submit it. And so what's, what's the and value on that one? This one I saw recently sold a little bit above three, three grand. This one is three grand. Um, this one is first start. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, I think this one just sold recently for around uh, two thousand, I think, or fifteen, fifteen eighty, I believe. Wow. I still, I still have a bunch of these uh, Super Bowl ones. Super Bowl ones. What? So, what do those go for? Uh, they, they, they bounce around depending on the color of the ticket. I think the blue ones and the gold are are harder to come by. Right. Um, I think I've seen these for a little bit over a thousand. They've come down in value, but. Um, I wouldn't mind keeping one or two around. Yeah, for so do you have like first Super Bowl? Like what Super Bowls are those? First Super Bowl, two thousand two. Oh wow. Yeah. Um, so it's stuff like that I really enjoy collecting. It's just it's so much history behind it, you know. It's Tom Brady. I got LeBron's game. I have. I think I got a bunch of other tickets. I can read it back. You have the you have LeBron debut ticket. I have LeBron's home debut ticket. Nice. Um. I think someone was that against the Kings. It's against the Knicks. The Knicks. Kings, yeah, I think that was his debut. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Also had a pretty cool ticket that came back. That it was also a low pop. It was a. Give me a sec. Jordan, LeBron. Here you go. This is another one. This is pretty cool. LeBron's first game back with Cleveland. Oh wow, that is a that's a cool one too because that's yeah. championship season too. Yeah, yeah. So it's first game back with Cleveland, two thousand fourteen. Also against the Knicks. Actually, his debut ticket, his home debut ticket, is with the Nuggets. So at uh, um, both games, he played against Carmelo Anthony. So is that was Melo? Was that Melo's debut game too? Uh, not with not with the Knicks. I don't believe. Oh, with the Knicks. Okay, yeah, yeah. I thought you said Nuggets. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But both of those games were against Melo. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But the uh, his home debut that was the first matchup. Wow. Yeah, so it's pretty cool. Um, <clears throat> and I got a lot of random stuff. I got the Pelle's hat trick ticket. Jeez. This is a 1958 World Cup. So what? How do you how are you coming across this stuff? Like, are you just searching ebay and you're like you know what this would be cool and then you're just kind of looking for it yeah yeah um 
I think what I really do enjoy is like learning a lot about um, just history with certain players and teams. Right. Um, you know, Pele is a, he's an icon, he's a legend. So I'm like, you know what, let me find his something significant. And I always tell folks that buy something that stands out. Right. You know, that's like a hat trick. I mean, scoring three goals in a game, it's impossible. Yeah. You know, so that was his first hat trick. Um, and in the end, another. It's amazing. Yeah, we got that and we got a matching sticker with it. Is that like his rookie sticker thing? Yeah, 1958. Wow. God, what does we, that go for? Uh, I don't know. It's something that we just, that I'm going to throw in the back of the, uh, the case. That's you it. know, <laughs> you know, it's crazy, I think, too, is like, uh, obviously, like, I think I think you and I are on the same page as far as like Jordan goes, right? Um, Brandon's on this whole LeBron's the king thing, which is fine. Uh, That's you know, fine. right? And uh, but I just it's weird how these guys. I think like for me, like Jordan will always be the goat, but I can see like how as we age or get older, these other guys are going to take precedence for more people because it's like <clears throat> more of a modern time, more social media, more everything. But like there was a time, I think when we were kids, where no one would argue with you that Pele was the greatest soccer player of all time. Uh, yeah. You know, and then now I think people would argue you with whoever you know, whoever they want to put there. Um, but well, yeah, I mean, it, it's 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 a generation, it's a generational thing, right? You know, like Michael Jordan, LeBron. I mean, you have to give it up that Michael Jordan is was. I mean, he is a legend, right? Yeah. He's the best player of all time. And, and you know, you have a lot of folks like coming up on even saying, oh, no, no, LeBron and so forth. I'm like, uh, you know, you gotta pump your brakes there, buddy. I'm I'm surprised <laughs> the amount of people that uh don't consider Kobe to be one of the greatest of all time. There's there's those people and they're mostly West Coast folks that consider I think Kobe to be the greatest of all time, but I'm surprised the amount of people that don't consider Kobe to even be top three. Um, but you know. Uh, to each their own. Um, mm-hmm. another ticket I got here before I put it away, it's, uh, Wayne Gretzky's, uh, first cup. Damn. See, I like that though. So that one was like someone ripped the stub, right? Like at the game. At the game. So <clears throat> somebody I know that we know in the hobby was really big with tickets was knocking on me for, for buying this ticket. He was saying, why would you buy that? It doesn't present well. It's right. ugly. I'm like, well. I mean, most of the tickets are either going to be destroyed, wrinkled, or torn apart. I mean, especially that old. So you're going to have a lot of folks in the hobby who are just sour just because they don't have a ticket. Right. You know, and um, yeah, when I approached them, I'm like, oh, look, check this out. It's pretty cool. And he was like, he was so sour about it. I'm like, dude, like, what's your problem? Yeah. Like, don't be it's... jealous. <laughs> don't be jealous. What you know else? So, <clears throat> so the. The Madden ticket, though, has like Rovell or uh, what's the other guy's name? P. Ryan. Uh, oh, Patrick Ryan, which Patrick I Ryan. met, which I met at Nationals. He he is he's the sweetest guy I ever met. Really nice guy. Uh, it's all, I don't yeah I don't follow him. I see you guys post everyone or people post about him every once in a while. But uh, he, he he was such a nice guy in person. That's good. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, I mean, like, listen, <clears throat> I get it when you're. In social media or behind the screen, you have to put up this. Yeah, of course. But when I met him in person, he he offered me he offered buy me a drink, take a seat, 
let's talk about tickets and whatnot. I'm like, wow. Oh, that's cool. This, this is a very genuine, like, you know, like the guy who just want to just, just, just chat about tickets. Oh, that's cool. But yeah. that's, did they have either one of them made an offer? Cause they're, I mean, they're significant players in the ticket game, right? They, they, they haven't made an offer. However, um, the, the person I spoke with at Heritage have mentioned some names, and they they are very active in purchasing tickets off of Heritage. Yeah. Well, so, <clears throat> I mean, and John Madden, you know, rest of his soul just passed away too. So it's like, I think it like right now, you know, you don't ever want to capitalize on someone's death, but... I think right now, like if you're going to move that ticket, I think now's the time to send it to Heritage and see where it goes. You know, it's almost like sky's the limit. Yeah, no, I, I, I just wanted a bigger platform to be showcased. Yeah, and I think I, Heritage is the probably the best place for it. I, I think you almost have to, man. It's hard to once you start getting into the thousands of dollars, um, five figures, six figures on stuff, it's hard to make these deals. Like, I don't like people think that these deals happen so easily, but it's not easy to move bigger things like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's not, um, heritage just sold John Madden's plane ticket. His only plane ticket on the same exact day for the, um, on the same exact game I have. Right. Um, that just sold for a little bit above, uh, I think 13,000. Okay, which it's, that's it's, significant because he didn't ride in planes. Yeah, it's it's just a plane ticket. That's all it is. With his name on it. Right. And um, when I saw that, I I reached out to Heritage. I'm like, hey, listen, I got the game ticket that would go perfect. That would go that would go hand in hand with it. And they're like, well, you know, it's sitting in PSA, but you know, when you get it in, please send it to us. We would love to see it. Right. I, and, yeah. yeah. I I just want to circle back to what you said about uh, Patrick Ryan. I think that that's important what you said. And I appreciate you saying that because like, I, I don't dig his online personality. Right. It's like, it's not for me from what I've seen, I but agree. I appreciate, I, I appreciate what you saying that he's a nice guy and he was enjoyable to be around. I think that goes a long way. Yeah. Um, when you're talking about business or business advice, I think being a good human being is super important. And like, I'm, I'd be more interested in dealing with people that are good human beings and have good values over them. Absolutely. Yeah. Over them just giving a great sales advice all the time, you know what a I mean? A sales pitch or, 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 or some BS, you know, <clears throat> right? Just, Put or pushing stuff, just be genuine. You want to create a hobby, a community where you know we have the same amount of respect for each other, and, you know, just, just be authentic, That's the right? Just, yeah, have yep. organic conversations and just be a just be a bro about it, <laughs> yeah. No, I and I think that's why I like amazing as it is like our group of guys or friends right i think it's i think for me i like i'm i always feel like i'm a good judgment of character i read people easily you know it's part of my job too so i think that's why i'm pretty good at my job but uh right i just i think it's we're all of us are authentic and we care you know and i think that goes a long way so no it, um, it, it really does it really does how was uh how was vadim so Brandon, Brandon, Brandon told me Vadim was like a rock star. Like he knew everybody. Like he, Brandon said, he was blown oh, away about the amount of people. Vadim let me, knew. let me tell you. Like we, we, we got to the show. We were hanging out, and the amount of people that that came up to Vadim, shook his hand, took a photo, and had like these genuine conversations. I was like, wow. 
This guy is on a whole nother level, but wait. So we couldn't get into a event and Vadim was like, F that, I'm not about that, all right? I want my boys to have a good time. So you guys follow me. I'm like, who does Vadim think he is? What's yeah. going on? <laughs> What's going on? Right, right. So he's walking with his shoulder out, you know, across the casino floor, I walk up the stairs, and he walk up to the table and he goes, my name is Vadim. I'm Bagel Master. I'm going into the show for his event. And these are my boys. And the guy was like, okay, um, here's a wristband. And how many, uh, how many wristbands do you guys need? And that was it. That was That's it. epic. And, and it wasn't just me. It was me and like six other guys were like, holy crap. Vadim is a stud. He is a wow. Yeah. He, he walked in and then like, it, it was like as if like everyone just stopped. They saw Vadim, they, they gave him a pound, they, they loved to hug him. They're like, wow, you know, it's like, you know, you're doing so much for the community. You know, just, you know, people like Vadim, it's hard to come by. He is, you, you, you want to talk about genuine? Right. It's hard to find genuine people in New York. Oh, 100%. All right. When, 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 when Brandon introduced me to Vadim, I'm like, you know, that's, he sounds a little shady. I'm not sure. But then, like, once you, once you get to know him and talk to him, like, yo, this guy is genuine. Anyway, yeah. New York, it is hard to come by. Yeah, 100% legit. He's a legit human being. Yeah. Yeah. And he looks out for people. <clears throat> you know, simple as that. If you, you know, he'll reach out to you once in a while and say, hey, how are things? You know, like, you know, I, I saw it when you posted. Like, are you okay? I'm like, you know, I appreciate you reaching out. Like, he's 100% genuine. Like, talking about it, I want to give him money. Yeah, it, I thought it. I thought it was funny, like because you know Brandon had his two episodes where he disappeared. One time he fell asleep. One time he drank too much. But I was like, I I wasn't stressing about Brandon that after the drinking thing until Vadim was like, I was with him and I wasn't drinking and I don't know where he is and I was like, oh shit, that's not good. <laughs> yeah, no, the guy just fell off the map. Who knows what happened? You know. Yeah. Who knows? I, <laughs> who knows if he who, who knows if he really fell asleep? Who knows what he was doing? Yeah. But uh <laughs> that's funny. Um <clears throat> man, I, I don't know. I can't wait. Like uh can't wait to come up to New York. Um I want to go to the spots you go to. Like I have my spots, you know what I mean? But like you're you're Brooklyn local, you grew up there, so I want to go where you're going, you know. What for like uh chicken feet and stuff like that? Yeah, for dim sum, everything, <laughs> everything. <laughs> Dude, I listen. I, I all my friends who are from out of town, I take them to everywhere. I'm like, listen, don't don't be afraid of things you eat. The things you eat, it's it's just like eating a hot dog. Hot dog is a mysterious item. You don't right. know what's in it. It's it's organic, right? But yeah, it's all beef. Kind of, yeah, all beef from every <laughs> single part of a cow. Right, right. All right. It could be a toenail, like a yeah. hoof nail, whatever you want to call it. You know, so. Organic. Yeah, I think I think the word is mechanically processed or something like that. <laughs> so, yeah. No, definitely. Listen, you and your family are, you know, um, I'll definitely take you guys out and we'll have Vietnamese food. 100% Vietnamese food. Oh, I'm all about it. Spicier, the better for me. What uh? So I guess the slab exchange, you're wearing the shirt, right? I know um, yeah. you're, you're partners with Brandon and then you guys have, I think, two other partners, right? Or, yeah, um, yeah, Chester and Andrew yep. Ojeda. Yep. 
so how how's that going? I guess you guys had a, a minor setback, but uh, things are uh, tracking. Yeah, no, I mean, I mean, with with, with app development, there's always uh, you know curveballs and things happening. Um, right now, we're in the testing phase, and there's a couple of kinks we're trying to work out. Um, so we're running the beta right now. Um, there's a few things that needs some fine tuning. Uh, we're working with a really professional UX group who is just kind of coordinating colors and you know like 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 all the small little details matter like we didn't realize it yeah like even we hit a submit button or a trade button or a purchase button like all that it, it plays a huge role right so we were just kind of um just fine-tuning a few things here and there really but um we want to send out the beta to you know a few friends and you know a few folks on the hobby including you um, just test out so probably the next couple of months or so right right no i think it's uh i've talked about it with brandon um i think you only have one you know you only have one shot to make a first impression yep and you guys definitely like i think it's going to be huge um i think it's going to be great for the hobby um everything like we don't have to go through all the details because i kind of like grilled brandon on it a little bit and like all my all my questions about the app and what you guys are doing as far as like the interface the built-in shipping, um, right? The user friendly. user friendly. The people can decide how much insurance they want and right. the values of things. You know, like I think those are all the right things, and it's going to be massive. Um, yeah, because you know, and I've talked about it on here before. Like you and I doing a trade, I would send the stuff to you and wouldn't think twice about it. Right. Uh, somebody I've never dealt with before. I don't care how many um, people will vouch for them. I'm like, I won't, right. I will not, I will not ship to you first. Absolutely. A hundred percent will not ship first. Um, no, absolutely. So it's with Slab Exchange, what we're really about is just creating a trusted community and, uh, you know, just just transparency to everything. Right. So from the moment that the items leave your hands, it's, it's all being tracked. It's all being, you have notifications, you have, um, you know, the tracking services and everything. So right. we want both parties to feel at ease. Yeah, it's going to be good. I think setbacks aside, like getting it right is the most important thing. And right, it'll yeah. be here soon enough. And then I think you guys will have a whole nother problem on your hands of trying to figure out how to keep up. So, <laughs> hey, listen, maybe we'll, uh, you know, create a lot of, you know, we're, we're trying to pump more jobs into into the economy so yeah there you go so, so that's the other thing but yeah i mean it's uh it's coming along you know but it's it's a lot of work um the app itself it's very it's very involved um so it's it, it's a fun process but it's frustrating at the yeah same time. i think it's amazing uh <clears throat> i think all the best ideas are the ones that are right in front of your face and then when else when someone else thinks of it like you guys did and everyone else is like oh shit why didn't i think of that it's a gold right. mine it's a gold mine because it, like there's other people doing it right but i don't think it's going to be as good or well thought out as what you guys are doing and so i think right. that's what's going to win people over is uh the interface like you said user friendly the professionalism just everything it's going to be good and you guys are good guys and everybody knows that so i think that plays think, into yeah. it as well so um yeah. Yeah, I'm excited for it. Um, hopefully by the holidays, right? Hopefully before the holidays. We'll see, yeah. We'll see what happens. Okay. Because you know, we're, we're we're all you know perfectionists. Uh, we want the app to come out. You know, uh, you know, 
we're, we're all about quality. Yeah, hundred percent. So what um? Yep. So I guess once it's it's out and and um ready to go for people to download, are you guys gonna like go to some shows and I guess do promo promos? Listen, we're gonna be doing bottle service at the fifty fifty. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna go back to Atlantic City to to uh, to uh, relive that moment that Brandon missed. Right. <laughs> well, or no. maybe uh, Vegas has got a big show too, don't they? I think Vegas has a big show coming up. I think it's called the Summit in October, I believe. Something, yeah. Yeah, the Summit, and I think there's another show in March, April. It's like Collectors something. I forgot what it was. Okay. But, but I think we will be attending that one for sure. Yeah, I, I told Brandon, whatever, if I can make it work my schedule, I'll come hang out and yeah, man, hand out you know. t-shirts or whatever. So yeah, I mean, we we, we really missed you at uh, at national. So that's what we talked about. We're like, where's Don at? What's going on, dude? I I got a uh, what Brandon's ass again in the arm wrestling thing because <laughs> you know it's funny because like I know he comes on the show, but I, I I have doubts about him listening unless he's really bored. But uh, he he's holding on to the he beat me with the left hand, which I don't have the heart to tell him that doesn't count. You know, because he doesn't count. Come on, no, no, no. <laughs> No, it doesn't count. And, and guess what? The the wrestling, the um, arm wrestling match, I recorded. I know. All right. <laughs> the match with him and Rob, I recorded. So, like, you know, it's it's proven evidence that listen, you need somebody to know all this stuff. Yeah, a hundred percent. I uh, I didn't think I didn't take Rob as a uh, getting rowdy and like riled up from drinking. I didn't, but I mean, I guess I should have known cause he was in the Navy, but like, yeah, he's, just, uh, he's pretty even keel, like calm guy. And I didn't, I didn't see that coming uh, from him. Uh, so. uh, uh. He was, he was pretty aggressive. I guess he's, he was relentless is what Brandon said. Two drinks in and all of a sudden he's bouncing <laughs> off the wall. <laughs> what about, uh, did you meet Adam? So I haven't met him yet. Oh, you're, uh, you're, my dog. Yeah, <laughs> that's what Brandon said. It was like you were there, but you weren't there. Yeah, you. It, it's exactly. Um, Adam, first time meeting him. Great guy, awesome guy, funny Is guy. Is he Korean hard. too? I think he's half Japanese. Half Japanese. Okay. Oh, so we we're, we're hitting every. Uh, yeah, yeah. We're hitting. Yeah. We're hitting everybody in the group. That's good. Yeah, but he's not really Asian. He doesn't. <laughs> Did he grow up here? Yeah, he was like from like Oregon and Arkansas or something. Uh, so that that that's where it gets weird for me, right? Is uh, like my first language was Korean. Right. We, we lived in Korea when I was a kid, so that's where it gets weird for me. Is where I meet, meet these people where like both their parents are Korean and they speak no Korean, and they're like, oh, "I don't like Korean food," and I'm like, "I'm like, I don't. I'm so confused. Like, I don't even know what to say to. I don't even know what to say to people when they say that because I'm like." Should I be offended? But I, I don't think I can be. Like, I don't know what's going on here. Like, <laughs> that's where it gets weird because I'm like, you don't like any Asian stuff, no Korean stuff. Like, what is going Nothing. on here? Yeah. What's what's up with that? So I think so I think Adam's one of those, but it's he's a he's a very nice guy. He's he knows he's been in the game for a while, and which really caught me off guard. And um, yeah, he's he's a nice guy. He has a massive like I think uh, Peyton Manning collection. Yep. So uh, he like schooled me about like his 
rookie year in high school and college and everything. I'm like, dude, what are you? I don't care about Peyton Manning. Man. I hate Peyton Manning, so that'll be good when I meet him. Can't stand that giant forehead and mother effer. <laughs> you should definitely have Adam on the uh, on the cast. I am, and I'm gonna just completely catch him off guard and jump all down his throat about how horrible Peyton Manning is. It's gonna be a little confusing having both of you guys on, on the screen now. <laughs> It's messed up, Bobby. <laughs> it's messed up. It is what it is. But uh, yeah, I don't know what else. Like we've been on for like an hour. Did we miss anything? Uh, nothing. Have you have you been ripping anything? Have you been buying any cards at all? Nothing. Uh, singles on eBay. Okay. But yeah. I, I so I, I moved stuff. I I traded a shit ton of stuff for the Jordan rookie only because uh. My wife didn't, she didn't lay the hammer down, but she was just like, Hey, listen, you're retiring next year. Right. I have, I have a bunch of good leads on new jobs and careers. Like we're going to be good, but this thought of it's still scary. You know what I mean? Like I'm transitioning from being in the military for 20 years into something new. So she was, so she was just like, can you pump the brakes? Like maybe move some stuff. And (laughs) And then once you get a new job, you'll have X amount of money to play with. And I was like, you know what? Fair enough. That's fair. Yeah. So, but I, like I said, I still have a ton of stuff at PSA. I got a ton of baseball stuff downstairs that I got to send to PSA, but I haven't made any like big purchases now. No, I, uh, <clears throat> I've been buying a lot of blaster boxes from like Target and stuff just for retail because I can't, I can't see myself spending $2,000 on, 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 no, stuff. I will do that. I, that drives her crazy too. But like if I go to Target and yeah, I'm like, it's, ooh, it's retail. Yeah. There's a couple boxes here and there. Yeah. So, so the most recent thing I bought, and I'm a little nervous about cracking it open. Are the uh, all the Spider-Man stuff? Oh, let's open it right now, Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> How many of those did you get? I got I got half a dozen. Did you get them at uh, retail or the resale price? Because I think I they're like a, five or six hundred, right? I got a retail. Close oh, to did retail. you? Oh, yeah, close to retail. You got to, retail. I, I think you got to pop those. Yeah, or hold them. <sighs> I'm thinking about ripping maybe half, maybe three of them with the kids. Yeah. And we'll go from there. But I, you that's know, dangerous, though. It is. If, dangerous. You, if you rip three and you don't get any something good, then you're like, do I rip the other three? So the problem with what's holding me back is I bought loose packs. So it's not a guaranteed case hit. Right. I won't get any of those. I mean, I may, but. Or you could get two case hits. I may. What's a case hit in that? I, I don't even know. It's like random stuff. Like I, <laughs> this came out last week. Yeah. And there are new things surfacing on like social media that we've like, holy crap, that's that's there. Like we saw the um the first cutout of the comic of yep. Spider Man. Yeah, I saw that like, today. Yeah, that's massive. That's cool. So but, that is pushing me towards like ripping it. So I was thinking about this today though, like um is that worth anything though? Like a cutout piece of a comic? Like it's cool. Don't get me wrong, it's cool. But like I couldn't see myself paying whatever that's gonna go for. Because right. it has a potential to be go for like a massive number. Or would you rather just buy like a CG or a like a one, right? Like <laughs> like you could buy the comic maybe for cheaper, depending on depending what the on cutout does. What the cutout does, but right. um, based on all the all the rips I've seen, like the shape the the condition of the cards are just terrible. It's not in are they? Yeah. Just, you know, things on the corners and the edge, edge problems. Um, 
I so, mean, like, remember, uh, Brandon had that, uh, it was a PSA 10 of, uh, Deadpool, remember? Yep. And yep. and like he hit that right when it was hot. I think he sold it for five grand, which is ludicrous. He sold it to, yeah, he sold it to Steve Aoki. I know. And the and Deadpool's comic, like his debut, doesn't even sell for five grand. So I was like, that makes zero sense. Nothing makes sense. After after that huge hype, it just completely tanked. Yeah. So um it's 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 a scary market with the Marvel, you know, with the PMG stuff as well. Yeah, I think it's more of like a fun rip. You know, I should have, I should, I didn't buy the blasters the other day. I was like doing something. So I missed out when they were on Target, I think it was. I'll send you one. I'll send you one. Okay. I bought, I think I bought six, six or nine. I forgot. Did you? Yeah, I just bought a bunch. But you, I mean, if you got those for close to retail, you should rip them, I think. Yeah. I mean, I really want to rip them with the kids. Yeah. You know, my my kids love ripping stuff. That's tough. I know, I know. I'm. I mean, I'll, I'll I'll give them the blasters. Yeah, yeah. There you go. You rip. <laughs> you hold the hobby box, and then like, all right, we're all gonna rip together. You, you, here's a pack for you. Here's a pack for you. And yeah, but um, <clears throat> if I when I get those uh, blasters, then I'll I'll uh, I'll send you a pack. Okay, but Just that was. I, I mean, even my two teenagers, like, uh, was it like two years ago, Donnie and Leilani, we had uh, it was a Pokemon. Um, I forget which ones. They were, but anyways, it was two different Charizards. It was the oh, rainbow one. It was the uh, rainbow one, and then there was the other one. The uh, uh, there was the rainbow one, and then there was the the black silver, one, yeah, the right? Silver, yeah, the chocolate one. one or whatever it was. Like people had different names for it, but like yeah. So we were sitting in this room. Like I was on the. We we're sitting on the floor here. Right. Leilani opens one. She's like, "I got a Charizard." I was like, "Are you shitting me? Give that thing to me." And then Donnie gets one, and he's, like, waving around. I'm like, stop waving around. Just give them to me. Like, what are you guys doing? And then since they opened those packs, they are consistently, like, do not sell my Charizards. And I'm like, I'm not really sure where the confusion is here. You, I paid for them. You might have opened them, but I also paid to grade them. So, like, they're not you yours. Yeah, you, you own it. Yep. Yeah. And they both got BGS 10s, coincidentally. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. So, I was just... Yeah, I still got them. I, so that's when BGS had the loophole. So me and Brandon were sending TCG at $20 with no subgrades, right? But back then, if Beckett gave it a pristine, they would put the subgrades on there. Ooh. So people didn't know that. So we were just like, yeah, send them at, they look like they might 10. If they 10, cool. If not, we'll just crack them and reset them somewhere else for 20 bucks, you know? Yeah, yeah. But but luckily, all four I sent that time all got pristine. Wow. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I didn't get no what's black that, labels. What's the what's the value on those now? They're down. They were like twelve hundred bucks at one point. I think they're a couple hundred bucks now, maybe five or six hundred bucks, depending on which okay. one. Okay, that's still so, not bad. No, it's not terrible, but it's 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 funny because um, I think there is a large following for Pokemon and TCG. Yeah. So I think the value is always going to be there. Yeah, it's not going anywhere. It's a little concerning though if you think about Pop Report, like you were saying earlier, because they do like reprint so much, and so they much don't, and they don't do, they don't like put that on the labels, you know, of like this is this year's reprint or that reprint. So right, that's where it gets a little scary. But I think people love it. But it's like it's it's 
definitely on a wave. You know what I mean? I think it's not as consistent as it was. It's more of a wave now instead of like a steady climb. So that's all right. Yeah, that's yeah, all right. It's, uh, you have it's... any cards left? I do. I sign cards. Not not that many. Ryan uh, Finley's or. I think the uh, I'm I'm still buying cards. I'm still buying Tom Brady's and stuff like that. I, I just picked this Are up recently. Oh, nice! Damn, Tom that's Brady a massive one. Is that nine five ten? Nine five ten. Yep. Holy cow! What'd that go for, Bobby? I don't know. There's no sales on these. <laughs> Did you There's trade no for sales. that? Uh, no, I actually bought this on my way to Bahamas. I was in route to Bahamas. Made, I made his purchase. Like I think uh, I was close to touching down in Bahamas, I believe. Yeah. But um, yeah, I, I'm still buying Brady stuff. Wow. I will. I, I would love to buy LeBron and Jordan stuff since they're right now the value of those cards. Those players have kind of. Yep. And Kobe. Kobe has yep. taken a huge hit. I think the problem with Kobe is like, you know, of course he passed away and people right. capitalize on that. And then it, ca- it causes like a hysteria of people wanting that, that stuff. But uh, Kobe signed everything. He signed everything. 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 Like I, I'm, I'm convinced Panini still has stacks of his autos on stickers. Like it's got to be somewhere. Yeah. It's so, so that I think that's, that's what's catching up to the Kobe stuff. Right. Um, I think if you're going to get Kobe stuff, like, I don't hate the sticker stuff as much, but if you can get an on card, then that's probably where it's at, you know, because yeah, that's never right. going to get duplicated. But, uh, I, damn, I that Brady. Kobe. Yeah. I mean, I got a couple of Brady here. Uh, I got a couple of Payne Manning stuff. <laughs> oh, no. I, Adam convinced you, huh? No, I, I, you know what? I bought it a while back. Um, I just bought this recently that I really like. It's a reprint. Of Joe Namath. Oh shit! Is it signed? It's signed. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. The, I mean, the original Bro Namath. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably not worth a lot, but it's uh, you know Joe Namath is a staple. Uh, I'm like, sure it's. So. I'm sure it's a. Uh, it's got to be worth more than a thousand or two. No, not that you, one. You don't think so? Well, this is a reprint. This is not the original. The original is, is over over a couple thousand. I know, but it's still it's a live auto though, right? Like it's not a facsimile; it's yeah. an actual auto. It's actual auto. Yes, yeah, I'm sure it's still worth a decent amount. I mean, I don't think I see him signing anything. No, no. So I'm 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 selectively buying, um, but I don't have much left. Yeah, I think uh, I'm trying to think what if there's any. I, I would like to get a Jordan auto, um, maybe a Brady auto later. But I think um, I think what would be cool is that. The Griffey upper deck photo, yeah. but a, like an autoed one, like a him, you know, just him signed a card and then someone authenticated it would be cool. So, how do you feel about those cards? How do you feel about buying a player's rookie card and having have that player sign it at a show? <clears throat> so, I think it depends on the player and the hype, right? Everything's built around this hype. Like right now, you can buy Wanders for like one fifty on eBay, slab by Beckett. Um, which is cheaper than having him sign it at a show. So I think there's those windows where you can get it signed and sell it if that's what you want to do. But I mean, <clears throat> I'll give you an example. I, I took two um, Iverson rookie cards to Chantilly last year because Iverson was there. I had them sign both. 
it costs me more to get those signed and authenticated as opposed to me just going on eBay and buying them. Um, <clears throat> I gave one to Brandon as a gift and I kept one for me. So like for me, it was the experience of it. Like I got to meet Iverson. Yeah. Um, I talked to him for a quick second. Um, and then he signed them for me. So that was cool, but I, it could have did it cheaper if I just bought them on eBay and you right. know what I mean? So right. I think it That's depends, you know? Yeah, it's part of the experience, and then I think it depends on the player. Uh, like you mentioned earlier, if you can somehow, by the grace of God, get Tom Brady to sign something that's massive because he doesn't sign. Jordan doesn't. Jordan doesn't sign, and Jordan doesn't even look at you. Nope. So that's never going to happen. So the only way you're going to get a Jordan auto is by buying it. Um, I think Shaquille O'Neal signs everything, and he doesn't he care. Signs everything. He doesn't care. Charles Barkley signs everything. Yep. Um, but I think it's cool though, like from a nostalgia factor. So, like for me, I think having a Griffey sign his rookie card, I I would love to have one of those. I think that would be cool. Um, more yeah. than just opening, like more than getting like a Topps modern card of his signature, which is still cool. But I think it'd be cool to have like the kid rookie card and him sign it. And that's one of those things where I I would be like, hey, can you sign it to me? Like not just your auto. Like I, I want right. to keep this. So right. Um, would you would you have it signed in like a different color? Because I, I I've I've been seeing. And kind of reading, researching on on certain values of cards being signed in different color, right? Silver, a yellow marker, a blue marker. Are you seeing uh, the values up or down? Up, up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe like a yellow would be cool, like paint marker. Yeah. I think you know, you know who did that? Rob did that with all those uh, Acuna cards. Well, you're right. Yeah, I've I've seen those. Yeah, yeah. He had him sign them in all different colors. So in all different colors. So maybe that, it's like, the eye appeal. Yeah. Yeah, it's got to be the eye appeal. But, yeah, uh, I, I think it's cool for the experience. Um, I don't know if it's worth it. Like, uh, we sent – so we had – Brandon and I through Carter Christian. So Carter Christian cards, I think it is. But Carter, he he's friends with somebody that's either uh, Wander's agent. So Wander was supposed to do a signing, and then he was doing a private signing for us. All right. It never happened. Never happened. I know my ticket is still somewhere. Okay. Yeah. So then supposedly it was supposed to happen this week. Um, because Carter, like I I sent cheap stuff. Brandon sent thousands of dollars worth of stuff. I, I sent stuff. Yep. right. I sent just the uh, heritage rookie card, which I was like, Oh, it'd be cool if he signed them in blue. And then so Carter was like, Do you want these cards back? I'm like, nah, dude, it was like 50 bucks because I bought them right when it released. They're like two dollar cards now. Um just tell your boy to keep them, and if he signs them, he signs them, and I'll, I'll read up yeah. and I'll pay you again. But like, I'm not giving you another dime until like something happens. <laughs> something happens, you know what I mean? And he was like, "Yeah, I understand." So, um, <clears throat> but yeah, like I think Brandon took a bath on that stuff because he paid at the peak for some of that stuff, the SSPs, and so yeah, it's, it's all the high end stuff. I yeah. uh, I think my ticket is sitting with him somewhere. I don't know. At this point, I'm like, if he doesn't want to sign it, then Right. But it, I think it's cool, though. Like, we, you know, we talked about the Bobby Witt stuff. Um, he signed a pair of cleats for me, um, a pair of gloves, a ball, and then like an elbow guard. But the cleats, um, he actually wrote on their game used and then signed it, which I was like, oh, that's funny. Um, that's pretty cool, though. Yeah. So hopefully the jersey, uh, you know, if you if you'll sign it to me, I, that's what I prefer. So because that would probably be something I'll frame because I think. Julio Rodriguez is getting all the hype, but Bobby Wood's having an incredible rookie season as well. So, 
we'll see. Yeah. So. See what happens. Yeah. We'll see. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's uh, get it framed, and you know, if it's game worn, hopefully, it's like all the dirt and all that stuff on it. Right. Right. Yeah. Exactly. That's what you want. You know, that's how the cleats are. They're all dirty and stuff. But uh, oh, real quick before we sign off, so. Those Jordan ones are dropping in November. They uh, they look like Chicago's, but they gave them a different name. I think oh, it's that's like right. yeah. here, then and now, or here and now. I don't remember. Uh, I, I care what it was. Yeah, like supermarket ones. I don't know what it yeah, was. Have you seen them? What, are you, you going to snag those or what? Uh, probably not. I still have Chicago's from 2015. I still got my 94 Chicago's. Yeah. Um. So, uh, dude, it's as much as I want to wear these shoes – I don't have the time to wear it. It's like Crocs and Birkenstocks. Oh yeah, and my, and my work boots. That's that's all I wear now. So I I picked up those uh, Nike Craft, the Tom Sachs. How are those? Uh, I I love them. You know, I tried to show Brandon. Well. I tried to show Brandon. Yeah. So I have the first colorway. Um, I'm gonna get those to the yellow ones, but I love them just because it's a simple shoe. Um, I like I wore the gray and blue pair with the blue suit right. one day. It was fine. Um. Is it comfort? Is it? Oh like, uh, yeah, they're super comfortable. Really? Um, yeah. Um, so like, I, I like those, but yeah, you're right though. It's like when I don't have time either. Like I have some bread ones in there. I have the royal ones in there. Um, I'm still a big Jordan guy. Don't let me roll. Like I, I'll, I'll, I'll same. You know, rock all the Air Jordan ones, but I just don't have the time to wear. <clears throat> right. Just don't, you know, um, no, and I that's just, even like on the weekends. I, I'd rather just put the Crocs on and go. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. I have I have two kids who drop everything. So yep. there's no point for me to rock all these fancy shoes. It's gonna get destroyed. I still I still wear the Air Max pretty heavy though. Like I, for whatever I'm starting to like if I'm gonna put on a sneaker, I'll put on some Air Maxes and Yeah. yeah. No, no, I'm not I'm not I'm not big in Air Maxes. I, I have a, a pretty wide foot. So yeah. Air Maxes. It's a no go. And then, and then I I like the Yeezy the seven hundred like the dad shoe one, um, so I'll rock those too. The V twos or V threes the seven hundred like there's like a, a gray mm-hmm. pair. Um, I rock those a lot. Um, so you know what's funny? Um, before we sign off, I've before I, I was I was really heavy into the sneaker game. I was buying like Jordans and Yeezys. I've owned almost every single pair of Yeezys. I bought every single one of them that released, but I don't own a single one of them. I've never even stepped foot in one. I so yeah, so the 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 seven hundreds I'll wear casually. Um, there's another one that's almost like a a slip on one. Um, it's not the first ones. I forget which which ones are called, but like I just wear those to the gym. You know, like it's not a great shoe for anything else besides just the gym. I sold I sold those first Yeezys, the Turtle Runners, when they first came out. Yep. I bought them and I held on to it and I sold it, I think, for like 3000 cash. You know, they re-released this summer. I heard. I heard. My uh, my little cousin, he was like, dude, like, you should buy them. You should, get, you should get back into the sneaker game. I'm like, yeah, but it's not worth my time and effort now with all these bots and, you know, all that stuff. It's, it's a pain. It. No, it's not worth it. And it's, uh, and I'm just, like you said, like, I don't have time for it. It's, so, it's frustrating. So if I do get them, it's like a gym shoe. <laughs> Which I know people at the gym are like, what the hell is this guy doing running around in Yeezys? And I'm like, I, I have no other use for these sneakers now except for to like lift weights and walk on the treadmill. So, oh man, 
it is what it is. Not the yeah. Jordans. I would never do that. <laughs> yeah. No. So maybe, maybe I'll get a pair of the Chicago's that comes out November. But as of now, probably not. I even have a pair of like these satin ones and the uh, the breads. Yep. That's out of three hundred and twenty-two, I think. Yeah. Uh, if I could get a right amount of cash for it, I'm just gonna take that, sell it, and put it towards like a Jordan, like a Jordan patch auto. So. <clears throat> Yeah, so that was the the um, the Jordan One, the SB, the Laker colorway. You know that um, I forget if it was the Chicago's they faded to or a pair of Breads. But anyways, I I lived in New York at the time, and I was determined I was going to wear that shoe to wear them out, dude. I I couldn't wear them enough, and ended up just selling them. I was just like, yeah, yeah just no uh, dad life. You got no use for it. That's the thing. Yeah. I sold off yeah. all my shoes for cards, and I think that's the biggest mistake ever. <laughs> <laughs> I, I go through waves. Um, I haven't jumped back on the sneaker thing, which I think makes Lucia happy because the closet's dominated by her now. But um, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm and I'm very selective now. Like I only want the OG colors for the most part. So yeah. um, those fire red threes, I will get those. I haven't seen the red on them yet, but I'll still get them. Yeah, those are pretty cool. Those are pretty neat. Um, I got, I got something coming in. That's that's pretty cool. That you'll like. Okay. Yeah, it's Air Jordan yeah. once. Um, it'll probably be here another three weeks or so. It's not the custom one. Did you get the custom ones? I did. Yeah. Did you? Oh, yeah. well. Okay, so I might give you money to do it then, because I'm nervous about ordering from overseas. <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean, I, I uh, me and Brandon actually ordered at the same time. Oh, that motherfucker. Well, he didn't tell you? No, he told me about the website, and I'm like, if you order, let me know. And he didn't tell me. Oh, man. Right. You know what? Cut that out, dude. <laughs> <laughs> this guy, I'm about to text him right now and be like, yeah, I know you're sleeping, but what the hell, man? Yeah, no, we, um, we pulled oh, the trigger. We don't tell me trigger. which ones. I, I'll wait and see. But yeah, um, those look phenomenal. <clears throat> really solid so i was compare. i was debating i'm like is it worth buying a 85 or even 94 or just get that custom pair and it looks it's cheaper for sure yep and it looks just as good the only the only problem with buying those older ones right like if you wanted to wear them it's two things like the the inner right of the shoe might fall apart but if the inner doesn't the sole's going to so you'd have to get them resold, and then it's like, ones? yeah, uh, you don't think an eighty-five pair is going to fall apart? No, I, I mean, I've seen threes fall apart. Yeah, I've seen twos fall apart, but ones I haven't seen ones fall apart. The only problem with ones is the collar; it, yeah. it gets very, very stiff over time. So I think that's the only problem. Um, other than that, I mean, I have a pair of ninety-fours that it's perfect. Really? Yeah. Perfect condition. I, I, it's brand new. It's still, it has the tag and the receipt from the locker. But you, you don't wear those ones. I don't wear it. Yeah. I can take them out if you want to see it. I mean, it's it's right behind me. But no, 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 so. no. Yeah, yeah. No, that's epic though. Um, um, it's crazy. So I, I saw the tag and the receipt. It's, it's thirty nine ninety nine. Oh my gosh. I know. Ninety fours. That's insane. What are those going for now? I don't know. I think I saw. I checked on on StockX. I think it was around like twenty six hundred bucks. Yeah. I expected more, but I, yeah, I did too. Actually, yeah. Nah. I'm not gonna sell those. Should just wear them, Bobby. 
No way. You know, I, I screwed up was I had the off-white Chicago's and the Carolinas. I beat them to death. You wore them? You actually wore those shoes? Oh, I, I wore the shit out of both pairs. All winter long in New York City, all summer long. For a whole year, that was the only two pairs of shoes I wore every day. I would just... Wow. And, uh, dude, they were beat. I sold the Carolinas for like a 1000 the Chicago's for like 1400 And I thought I did good. I was like, they're not going to go up. Like, dude. I looked on GOAT the other day, and they're like five grand for a used I pair. Know. I was like, damn, I, I should have kept those. I, I remember a little Donnie was like, you're just going to wear those things? I'm like, yeah, they're sneakers. What do you mean? So... Chicago's jeans, yeah, those really took off. Yeah, they did. So, it, I mean, it's a great shoe, but it is what it is. I'm, I'm a shoes are made to be worn, unless you get, you know, something like a '94, then I can see holding it. But yeah, but you know, I, I mean, with with the modern shoes, I sell a lot of the new ones now just because they always retro. Yep. So, I mean, it's either you wear it or you hold it for like the longest time. Right. And who knows what's gonna happen that. Yeah, the problem is, like you said, though, they retro it. So it's like you held it for not for nothing, but you know, because sometimes the retros suck, but it's still tough. Like I, I wear my black cement threes all the time, and I'm like, it's just a matter of time for those come back. So I, when, when I did that poll, I was surprised because a lot of folks chose 11s and 16s and 12s. I'm like, these guys are not from Nike Talk, man. <laughs> no, no. I, it was funny because you were like, I know who was on Nike Talk, and we all had the same pairs. So, yeah. The same exact pairs. I'm like, right off the bat, I, I already know who's the <laughs> It's got to be, you know, like, I, yeah, the twelves. I think Lane had some off, off pairs. Yeah, like, he, he liked. had like seventeens or eighteens, nineteens. I think. I'm like, yeah. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Those hit the clearance racks. Yeah. Now all those modern Jordans were only good for hooping in, and that was it. And some of them weren't even good for hooping in. No, they're not good for hooping. Like sixteens, they're they're god awful. Yeah. 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 So to each their own. Yeah, man. Well, I appreciate you, Bobby. Well, thank um, you for having me on. Yeah. Anytime. Anytime. It's always a good time, man. I, I really um, enjoy this. I got to try to get Adam on. Rob said he's going to come on. So I don't know how entertaining the robot's going to be for an hour, but. Um, <laughs> Dude, I'm but. telling you, you should really have that, that segment of, you know, the. Uh, Someone you know, dropping in. <laughs> no all right so that's fine i will get with you and we'll figure out someone good to drop in on someone like like in the group chat i think if we can get someone super liberal and then get lit sports to drop in because he's like oh, super God. conservative yeah. uh, he's i'm not good. i'm not interested in the politics but it'll be good for what you're saying though it's Just, funny though it's funny yeah, yeah it's a little it's a little little out there but oh. it's, it's funny him and Cedar Hollow would be good. Him and Justin would be good to like. Uh, well, are we talking about Justin Lit? Like, you know, is he is he on this or is he going to be? <laughs> I don't think he does that stuff. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. <laughs> Dude, Justin's good stuff, man. He would he would be. I like having Justin on. Yeah, we'll figure out a plan. If I can get Kong's cards to drop in on. Anybody that would be good, yeah. No, Khan's also a pretty decent guy in the hobby, he's pretty well known in the hobby, right? A, for all the right reasons, I believe. Uh, so. For all the good reasons, you know, I got I got nothing but love for everybody. Same, same, yeah. There's nobody I would want to punch in the face in real life. 
Uh, yeah, no, no one. No, no not one. not right no. now. Give me a year. So, but uh, <laughs> I appreciate it. And uh, until next time. Yeah, dude. Thanks for having me on. Oh, and I can't wait to get the ticket and those magazines back. <laughs> yes, yes. I'll, I'll I'll have a package this weekend. I got to figure out how to send those in. I don't. Dude, the ones that you gave me of the, I think the Fantastic Fours. Oh yeah, those. So, I'm so afraid to touch them. No, I'm not worried about those. But it was like the Sports Illustrated. I sent you some pretty good Sports Illustrated too. Yeah, yeah. But the problem was, I it's been all, it's been over a year. And it's yeah. Still at CBC. CBC is terrible with their with their returns. Yeah. Wait, I'm did you send it? You didn't send any of those, did you? I didn't send yours. You sent yours. You gave you sent yours to me when I resent mine out. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. No, I'll I'll send them in. Um, because I think it was like a Jeter, a Montana. There's some good ones that like I I wouldn't mind having just slab. So we'll figure yeah. it out. So, but right. yeah, man, I, right. I appreciate you. Um, till next time. Always a good time. Thank you. All right. Thanks, Bobby. Later. Thanks for listening to the Break of Wax podcast. Please, if you enjoyed it, share it, um, send the link out, put it on your story. I welcome all feedback and comments. Send me a message. Let me know what you're thinking about, what you want to talk about. And if you want to be a guest on the show, I answer all my DMs. I think it's weird when people don't. That's another story for another day. Again, thank you for listening. I appreciate the support and all the love. Peace. Peace.